The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Race Chaser! Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser Classic. Vroom. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem Classic. Now, a promise is a promise. We're back. We say it every time. We're going to start from the beginning and we're going to do every single episode and we have not let you down. Bang, bang. <laughs> the, uh, the current season may be over but this is race chaser classic let us take you back to a simpler time 2010 <laughs> yes yeah, it's been a minute since we discussed season two but we can't walk away without talking about this reunion episode because this was one of the good ones oh yeah there were moments girl it was crackling there was sizzle there, there was, was crackling there, there was, was no tammy brown which i miss right tammy brown does make a reunion we all know that but we do we had some other teas we had tatiana Mm -hmm. um tyra ravana Mm -hmm. tivana uh we had a transition revelation that's the tease too yeah i mean uh, this is a good one it's Uh, a good one um now i like the look of this I see. You I, don't like it. I like the look. Well, there's my mail. Um, <laughs> I like the look of the girls who were seated in the second row, but right. somehow one of the Raven's paint is rendered useless with the way they lit her. Yeah, her, her full nose is visible. Um, her, <laughs> I wasn't fooled by the contour. Her eyes, honestly, yeah, no. The the wrong lighting on a queen can render the best makeup job. Terrible, much like the the RuPaul Project Runway picture that floats around. Where right. if you zoom in, Ru's makeup is great. The wig is a little more Willem Trade than than <laughs> a Matthew. root and wig. Yeah, it's a good root and wig for sure. It's not you know the artistry that we're used to seeing on her head. But um, right. Raven's paint was rendered useless. Um, she, you know, right, be gone. You have no powers here, paintbrush. Right. It was the. It, unfortunately, the front row was kind of the not great lighting seats. Yeah. But that second row, Bitch. I mean, Tatiana Tati was looked lit 14. for the Lord. She was a lovely. Nicole Page looked stunning. But yeah, front row, Raven, like Raven was wearing um, like even green ba- contacts, yeah. and you couldn't even see it because um, they they were casting like a shadow. Yeah. But overall, I like the set. Like it's all black. It's very mm-hmm. simple. A lot of the girls wore black. Yeah. It had that sort of runway with the lights sort of um, moment. So it's hearkening back to that drag race car yeah. theme. But I mean, you see those lights on the floor in front of the girls on the front row. That is not how you light a drag queen with floor lights from below. Not from below. No. And that's what they did. It's like, I. it's, it's weird that they allowed that to happen. If I was, um, we know what would happen if I walked on that set, but like... Difficult. <laughs> uh, um, I just don't understand why 
when you can do better, you don't. But, um, you know, maybe well, that's the secret to the show's success, holding the girls back. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Me neither. I think it's I, I think it's just they're learning. Queens are learning about what lighting works best and insisting upon it. I don't know. If well, I, girl, tell them on the pit stop. Because if you do that uh, <laughs> show and you don't bring your own ring light or a bang piece, you're an idiot. I mean, Manila's got a great face, so she's fine. But some of the guests have not fared so well. Right. I mean, overall on Drag Race, I think the lighting has gotten really great, and the the sort of pa- the color pass they put over it, it makes everything really yeah, vibrant and like saturated and so like, beautiful. Why, why don't they do it for pit stop? I just don't um, get it. Maybe they will one day. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. 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 Classic. Yeah. Now, <laughs> classic. If you are a season that is one year or older, you are classic. <laughs> if you're in a single digit season, it's classic. <laughs> Love that classic. Um, these girls that are strolling in, <laughs> what do you think the wardrobe directive was? I don't think there was one. <laughs> I thought at first it was like all black because like a few of the girls like at a glance were wearing like all black. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, not at all. Did your reunion have a wardrobe directive? I don't think so. We did. Really? No, yours, yours, yours. Did because I remember Coco, oh for season five yeah Coco bucked the trend I remember that and Detox was already going to wear what she was going to wear anyway, um, but what ours, was the trend red? I think oh the final three were supposed to wear red yeah then we were all supposed to wear, it wasn't gold was ours it? our final three was in gold for their entrance but that, we were yeah. supposed to wear all the girls were supposed to wear um black and I told them no I'm wearing clear. <laughs> and I did. Um, and then... Uh, I also want to be carried on by the pit crew. Well, that was their Thank idea. You. That was their idea. They wanted me kicking and screaming because um, they they weren't sure if I was going to do the dance. The, like the opening dance number or whatever. They did told you? Me, no. They told me to stand up. I can't be seen dancing on TV. <laughs> dancing or cleaning. I didn't want to do it. Dumb. <laughs> um, I didn't want to do it. I just don't feel like it. I just don't want to do it. Shangela came back looking great, wearing hair that looks like her Glad Awards hair. That that little bump. The little front bump little, and a little piece on the back. Little bump it smuggler. That was her real her real hair on the front. Yeah. Right? Her real front doll. Mm-hmm. She has and a good hairline. She has a, a corn sage. The corn sage. So where does the corn come from again? again? Shangela, I sat there and I rhinestoned that corn corsage with you. And you re- you returned that wig that you borrowed, and it was one huge dreadlock. That's, oh, Raja uh, made right. that? Well, I think this is the one that Raja helped her make, maybe? Got it. The corn comes from her her first episode, which was her last episode on season two. She wore corn around her wrist. Why? Because it was a construction challenge and they had uh, like a props table and it was like they were using the drapes. Like, Got the, it. I don't know why corn. Oh. Maybe yeah, it represents yeah, where drapes. she's from? Um... I don't remember the explanation. Well, it was gone with the wind, so there was like a southern thing. Okay. So she isn't corn Midwest. I mean, right. The explanation is roundabout. Roundabout. She really trashed into treasured this because she took the thing that she got red for Mm -hmm. and made it her iconic thing. I don't understand why you would make something. Ugly and GMO modified your thing though. <laughs> it still is her thing. She still does the corn thing, I think. I know lots of drag queens with corns and mm. it's much worse than Shangela, so it's fine. Pop it's them just, and feed children. It's confusing for me a little bit. Um yeah. Nicole Page Brooks, I don't know if she has corns, but we do know what is on her toes. A French tip toenail. Love it. Love I love it. Yeah. Um She looks soft in that nice red hair. I yeah. like it. I'm not mad at it at all. Mystique Summers Madison looks like Black Frankenfurter. <laughs> it's definitely the Frankenfurter okay. face chart for sure. Okay, I think she looks great though. I have, I have, a, I have a rule that we're, we try to be quiet when we're taping. Oh my gosh, who is this? It could be. We don't even know who it is. We literally just see the curtains going like this. Like it could be anyone. Bliss pen to relax. 
Bliss pen? Is that um, from Med Men? <laughs> yeah, it is. Drag. drag. Code drag. Um, I think I have a rule about eyebrows. They should always be at least the width of one eye apart. Imagine if you put a third eye over oh. where the bridge of your nose is. If your eyebrows are closer than that, it's going to make people like not be able to focus on your eyes because there's something like i don't know it pinches the features of the face it really does and nobody wants to nobody ever says oh can you make my face look more closed off they say make me look open <laughs> brighter wider so sometimes i don't adhere to this rule though on my own face because i like when it really rests into that like nose oh well that's that's a contour and stuff not a hard black comma sure. sideways i know, you know what you mean yeah yeah, the Frankenfurter face chart, where it's literally there's the width of like a pinky, a pinky finger yes. in between. That. You just take one thin brush and do white in between a full black unibrow, and then 100. you have that. Yes, um, eyebrow. Um, Sonique and Morgan. Sonique and Nika. They're like kind of the dream team. This, uh, this, <laughs> this reunion. They give all the the good eye rolls. And what's that thing? You know when you got food in your front teeth and you use your tongue. Literally, kind Morgan's of... the whole this whole reunion is summed up by her making that face, which is just <sighs> Sir sucking a lemon, getting yeah. a poppy seed out of those front teeth mm. the whole time. Yeah, Morgan looks great. She's fully representative of drag at that time. Mm-hmm. This was what every girl wanted to look like and did look like. Shoulders, spikes. A low light. The spike earrings, the little short crappy hair. The abbreviated glove. Yes. All that. No and pants. No pants. Pant- what are pants for? A drag? N- no one needs them. Uh-uh. No. You wear a panty. All leg. Good black panty. Yeah. Good thing. <laughs> she looks cool. Yeah. I'm, we I'm, all wanted to be her. I love it. Um, I, I <laughs> yeah. What? I, um, I'm just remembering her saying that uh padding isn't really a west coast thing do you remember that how times have changed, changed. supercut of morgan mcmichael's mm. ass thong yeah well, what do you call it muppet ass is muppet that what you ass. call it yeah <laughs> the bread loaf with one line through it the bread loaf with one with one piece missing from the middle right <laughs> <laughs> i love it um, Shangela, when she returns and Rue's talking to her, she mentions that uh, she left the show and she won Miss California Entertainer of the Year. And she brought the crown. She brought the crown. She's crowning about. Never afraid of being extra. No, why should she? We're drag queens. And she won. I remember that moment when she won EOY. Were you there? No, but I heard about it. And it was oh. like, oh my gosh, she got kicked off first and then she went and won this major pageant. Like it was huge. It was great. It was great news. I don't know about calling it a major pageant. She definitely deserved a win. It was the first time the pageant had ever happened. It was. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. And and the last time because half the judges' scores were thrown out. Um, Why? Were they high, Willem? (laughs) (laughs) No. Were they um, high and drug and disorderly? Aubrey Aubrey was. Tilted. Aubrey O'Day. Aubrey O'Day was tilted. And then there was another. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But like, if you're going to be judging, come on, you have a responsibility. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I they I thought that it was kind of boo-boo that they, you know, they fucked up my tracks three times. I had to do an in, like basically oh. an improv stand up comedy set. Um, Shangela had um, 30 dancers. They were all ama- like, I have no doubt. The weird thing was I walked away from that pageant and I remember driving home with Bruce and uh, he was like, wow, that Shangela. First thing he said when when we got Not in the car. Not what you say when you just he, lost he, a patch. For like a month straight, he's been, he was like, strength, 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 strength. He's like, that song is so good. I was like, you know, that's not her singing it, right? He's like, I don't care. He loved it. <laughs> you know that's not even her singing it. She was lip syncing, by the way. I was so mad. Did you know that? My song was terrible. Uh, I was the worst. Um, I remember watching the uh, runway of this and how legendary it was. Like, I remember Detox did like Silver. a robot, sexy fuck robot. Yeah, she looked great. She Detox is not afraid of anything. She spray painted herself. That was spray paint. 
I'm surprised she didn't die like in Goldfinger. I mean, look at all the other stuff she's put in her. <laughs> if, <laughs> Under the skin. What's on the inside is not going to kill her. The outside sure isn't. But you know what? We're going to take a break and see if Detox is still alive. We'll be back. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/slash/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And we're back with. Uh... Confirmed vital signs on detox. Yes. Uh, this is airing in the future, so I hope that um, detox doesn't die. Same. Well, I hope she doesn't die in general, but I also don't. I hope that um, she doesn't die before this air date because that would be tactless. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. Um, Do, should we start over at the beginning? No, that's fine. That wasn't about detox. That was about someone else who was dead that we were whispering about. Don't worry. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know what was really dead? Mystique on that comedy challenge. Um, the, the country, country queens. queens. Girl, the excuse. <laughs> the excuse to tree that she tries to feed. Okay. See, my mama worked in Mexico, oh. and there were a bunch of Americans getting kidnapped. And we had heard that morning that a bunch of Americans get. I was where I didn't know if my mom was safe. So I decided to wear black pants. Cause that's how I wanted to represent this, how gr- girl. This is when the when you've had you know a year to think up the excuse, so mm-hmm. it gets a little like layered and a little bit mother uh, goose tree, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Fiction and fables, all of it, it cuts to everyone who's on the panel on the stage reacting with their eyes just i thought sonique uh, was going to need an ophthalmologist uh, to dig out her eyes with how far she rolled them back and uh, you know they could say a lot 
<laughs> with a simple I. And Rue's like, well, good. I'm glad your mom is okay. And uh, she wasn't abducted by uh, Mexican cartels. But why did you wear those horrible pants? Yeah. And, and it, the what she call it? Shit. It's a Yiddish shmata. Shmata. It means like a blouse, like a shmata. <laughs> like something that you don't wear out. You wear to like, like a house. <laughs> make like spetzel or something. Yes. Um, I do like that. Um, <laughs> shmata. <laughs> the, the, the Morgan just says what she thinks. She says the black pants were busted. Right. And Mystique says she wanted an up to date sort of country gal look. What girls, you know, now wear in the country. And Shanzo says, listen, baby, I'm from Dallas. And honey, that mm. is not representative of my drag. And that makeup. We don't do our makeup like that no, either. No, 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 no. Shangela sets her straight. Mm-hmm. The, I don't, I don't know if you're watching along with us, but the, the mystique explanation was really, it was, I mean, it was prime. She was, she basically said I was not focused because I watched on the news that day. I live in Dallas and there are a lot of gangs that have been kidnapping Americans into Mexico. So the morning of the challenge, I thought maybe my mom was kidnapped. <laughs> Which, if you've ever had a mother who's been kidnapped, I'm sorry. I know. We did I'm not mean to sorry. trigger you. No. Um, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I mean, I know some people have triggers. When when we were eating on the air um, a few episodes ago, someone said they had sound related trauma um, and anxiety attacks from it. And I, I sympathize. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the next thing that happens is something that uh. I think was inevitable finding one of the dolls that, you know, finally admits to being a trans woman. Um, right. Because a lot of drag queens are trans women and yeah. they, they always kind of have been. So it's, uh, you're right. It is natural that this was going to happen eventually. My only wish is that Sonique um, was able to be in her authentic skin and, uh, and compete uh, on the show. Well, we both know that wasn't possible back then because well, she was told she I mean she told the story when she was here about them saying, "Well, get off your hormone. Don't don't transition for the first." She's like, "No, I'm doing this when they asked her to be on the first season." And then the second season literally told, "Well, you know, just wait till after." And to be told that to not, you know, be yourself so you can get a break on television and then you can be you, you know. It's, yeah. it's the same thing Pep did. She played it smart. She came out on the show. And then they called ICE. They stopped production when she when she sp- spoke her truth. So they may they can say they weren't screening, but w- I won't allow that lie to be um, believed on this show by me. And I won't further further it. Like when she said, "Oh, we only screened for it to Monica," because we all know that was bullshit. Because they screened, they would call us and say, "Hey, does this girl have tits? We're looking at her for next season." Or because uh, we're friends with the casting people, and it's it's. Um, I'm really glad that Sonique was invited back to participate for the Christmas show to yeah. show everybody, like, "Hello, sh- this should have been allowed the whole time." Yeah, you know, I don't know. And no, I, I do know. I'm, I don't know why I say I don't know. I'm not conflicted about this at all. I think I'm right on this. I hope that moving forward, uh, that. I mean, it's just like more like progressive and more representative of where we're at now in the world. Well, we haven't seen any on season 11. And um, well, there's always 12. Who knows? You know, it's I, I'm really disappointed that we didn't see a little more diversity on season 11. But, um, you know, there's it's not the only uh, game in the cut anymore. There's different options like pageants and um Precisely. Yeah. It's good. Tea. Yeah. Necessity is the mother of invention. So I'm glad that there's other outlets for um, all kinds of performers to be featured. Completely. And and the major pageant systems are also progressing and changing. Like Continental, has, they, haven't they changed their policies? I don't know. I'm, I've... I've heard that they have. No more in-calls the night before? Uh, <laughs> no, that's a courage. You got to pay for the gowns. <laughs> we are sponsored gently by the I-95 Truckers Association. <laughs> sponsored gently. Mm-hmm. I love that. That means mostly ones and fives. No big bills. Right. A well, gentle sponsor. We have a very compelling piece of television one way or the other with Sony coming out as trans mm-hmm. on this show. I mean, this was a good... I think it was a good moment 
um, for her and just for visibility. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, just watching it, you can see that she's kind of going through it. But in talking with her, um, she also said that certain other things exacerbated the situation. She said she was, quote, coming down from ecstasy when they filmed their union. She said, white party was that weekend. Oh I rolled late God. Sunday, had to be at Mickey's Monday. And then the reunion was 5 a.m. on Tuesday. Oh. She said, Juju be talked me into it. <laughs> And we all know Juju was a good goddamn time before she got so. Oh my god. Juju was the ticket. This is a great piece of intel. To lighten the mood, Rue says, well, Morgan, I hear you're transitioning from a man to a butch man. And I don't know if she also told that to the person that did all her fillers, but that did not happen. Oh. She, she does not look like a butch man now. But the funny thing is, like, her lip shape on the reunion is exactly I mean, you know how like sharon's lips now are what she used to paint yes morgan's lips now are what she used to paint it's true that's what it. we do yeah girl that's 100. why you do it because because you get sick of over overdrawing where it doesn't go so you're like why don't i just get the thing so i can just put the makeup where it goes why are you explaining it to me uh, i know this touched by an angel yes oh my gosh um when sahara comes out she looks so stunning and I love her really story beautiful. about her mom seeing her on TV and um, telling her that she was fabulous. Probably and the best, the top salute of the week. Absolute, as far, I mean, it, for me, it's between her and Pandora. I really like Pandora's look, but Sahara is a fully like, this is, this is drag. Yeah. If you take away the little shoulder thing that Sahara has on, she has the most, I think, look that i would probably you know it's great it's trend the the little shoulder spiky things the girls were doing they're trendy it was of the time yeah totally and no one's gonna fault a girl for doing that but like she looks so beautiful yeah really her lovely. makeup's right her hair's right everything's so right really and she's lovely. funny and just like i i wish we could have seen so much more of her yeah um um, we check in with Jessica, who uh, explains that her language barrier was something she was concerned about going into it. She was like, I literally don't speak English, but I'm being given this opportunity. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Make it work. And she did. To. She killed. Did uh, she do All Stars? No. Why? I think she should. I mean. She's fierce and lovely. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Um Rue checks in with Pandora about never winning a challenge, and um, isn't that crazy that Pandora, as mem as memorable of a character that she was, she was never fully a winner of a challenge. Everybody thinks that she won Snatch Game, but that was Tatiana, right? Um, I, you know, that that's one of the ones that could have gone either way for me because I thought Pandy was great in that. But um, we need crackle and push and pull and sizzle, and so. When you reward the girl that isn't necessarily getting along with some of the other girls, that adds to like that mm -hmm. makes for more like competition. I mean, I think the judges fighting. the judges knew by that point Pandora is not going to be winning, so we don't have to we don't have to you know fake a win for. Her. Let's just give it to the girl that will suit the story better and move that forward. Because yeah. I I think the things that Raven says during this reunion are one hundred percent correct about. We're not filming an episode of Seventh Heaven. We're making a TV <laughs> show. It's such a timely reference. Yeah. And the the conflama and stuff and all that is true. You know, like it's the same thing with Silky. Bianca said it like if, you know, she wasn't there, y'all would be bitching that it was boring. <laughs> That's completely true. I agree with and that. And if you'd like to see a picture of Silky, you can go to Race Chaser Pod. I just saw her on the street and I took a picture. I wonder what she's filming over there. Uh, I don't know. The Reverend Doctor uh, so show. Funny. It'll probably be out by the time this comes out. Maybe. maybe so not. we can match the look with the with the Wow Presents episode or something. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Wow. Um, the, the thing that Pandora says about like recapping her suicide and everything. <coughs> bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, is is pretty like it's pretty touching because like I've I've never had a suicidal thought. I never I'm not really depressed it's like funny that. people think about killing you all the time, but you've <laughs> never thought of killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. 
Um, I was at a show where a girl um, unfortunately introduced Pandora and said, ladies and gentlemen, the girl that can't even kill herself right. Oh, my God. Who said such a thing? Logan Hardcore. Oh, my God. She's Bianca's daughter. What do you expect her to say? Introduce her and throw petals on the ground? I am blushing. I'm an episode of Seventh Heaven kind of girl yeah. when it comes down to it. Well, the, the, the preacher like on Seventh two... Heaven touched all them little kids. Right before, oh no, yeah. right before she went on stage, she said, the girl who can't even kill herself. I could, oh, I bet Pandora did not like that. She didn't come out of the dressing room. Okay. <laughs> well, there you have it. Logan, I think, apologized. Um, Which, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't probably choose that as my intro i would touch on you know recent projects right um race chaser pod race chaser pod classic yes. only fans the only fans is also pop oh we should record some content real quick let's take a break can you take your top off seriously <sighs> Busy drag queen. queen. Help me, busy drag queen. <laughs> I'm pregnant and I'm about to give birth. My water just broke. Aw, oh, I would love to help you. But I I'm am busy. Busy drag queen. She's from Vancouver, I think. I like her. I saw her running around once. She's great. She's cool. Um, I, I, I also like that Rue... Uh, you know, saw a moment to channel her inner guru and she went over and comforted Sonique. And, you know, so... Yeah. I... That moment where where Morgan smiles when Sonique says exactly what she's feeling at yeah. that moment and everything. It's like, you know, that's like the sisterhood and everything. Yeah, that was a nice moment of sisterhood. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite moment from the reunion um, other than Sonique's one-handed cartwheel. I know. What and ass reveal at the same time. Girl, she does it all. She took a page out of your book, show that fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> ASPCA called. Oh, girl. Yeah, they said it's feral. Um, so we get to talk to Tatiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically RuPaul's like, hey, Tatiana. You you read everyone in the interviews on the show. Let's take a look at the compilation of the tape. She says, shall we? because <laughs> she knows she knows what she did she knows what her mouth did um but she also says she's just as deserving and as talented as the other girls and she, um she's not resting on pretty because a lot of the girls accused her of that and um right i i thought she was entertaining and engaging the the whole season with or without that face you know I agree. I think she was just a different school of drag from the other girls. And she hadn't been around that many queens probably ever. No. Which, when you're thrown into that, your personality can change. Your shoulders go up to your ears a little bit sometimes, and you're on the D. uh, Defense, not dicks. Uh. Um, uh, It's it's one of those things where people change sometimes. I always say, I love Sharon one-on-one, but in a room, she's a lot. You know, girls can change. Yeah. Uh, And she said that, you know, I had never been out of my hometown or away from my family. I'd never flown on an airplane. And then here I am and I'm literally just being read and like sort of shaded by these fantastic drag queens. Mm -hmm. So I can understand how she felt defensive. And then maybe the interview room was like a little haven for her and her and her producer got to like talk about tell me how how hard it was today yeah tell me about your day (laughs) raven has 30 glistening years behind her and she just wants to blossom (laughs) blossom vocal verbally there we go um i think it's Uh, morgan's whoreness (laughs) (laughs) um the the funny thing about tatiana calling out morgan's whoreness and morgan being plucked about it is in the new Trixie Mattel documentary Moving Parts which I just saw at Tribeca um, where Wig was also featured another documentary about drag queens ding ding Um, Wig 
Trixie says, I just love a drag queen that's just like hooker, like out there, like daylight, smoking, walking. And Morgan's just like smiling, pumping along on the street, like smoking like, in like that's a gown, me, Dad. a that's... gown with a with a hip cut out. <laughs> just like smoking. It was like the All-Stars uh promo day from whatever season they all did that um wow it, and it's one of those things like if someone said i look like a hooker that's a con- or horda hordeness that falls in a compliment category i'm pretty sure yeah it's also on your like resume <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the three rich hooker, at least i have clown. A, at least i have a resume alcoholic bitch okay goodbye goodbye <laughs> dinosaur fossil face ass bitch you turn around on those Robert Clergier knockoffs <laughs> and you get back here. Oh, wow. Um, did you notice that Rue touched Sonique? Sonique. She touched her. That's nice. She also touched uh, Tyra. Tyra. Tyra touched Rue. Right. Yeah. It was sort of, it was like casual and familiar because Tyra came out and she said, this is the winner. And Tyra was the only one who went over and was like, hey, Rue, and how's it she, going? And then she walked by Sis. the other girls and cast a downward glance. <laughs> I then, thought she was going to hit someone in the face with those shoulder appliques too. Just. The shoe wasn't right. It was a, it was a white spectator pump. What a is white, it? Can you tell me what a spectator maybe, pump is, Maybe it was please. a saddle shoe. It's any... A, a saddle shoe. It is saddle shoe-like. Yeah, it's like white in the middle and then kind of like 1940s, like guys and doll-ish. Like very... Right. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very not of that outfit at all. Right, because I like her outfit. Her outfit's cool. I wouldn't wear it, but it's good for her. It's great. The shoe, it was probably just a new shoe that she was excited about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't well, want to go all black. When these new girls come out, I have beefs with all of their their footwear, of course. Tyra's is just in the wrong shoe for that. Um, Jujubee has a boot on where she should clearly be in something strappier or simpler because it cuts off the line of her leg because she's in a miniskirt and she has great legs. And Raven is breaking her own rules wearing an ankle strap. <laughs> so I would like to call out Raven route. and just say that she is a hypocrite for footwear wow. right now. Um, uh, oh, that sounded pointed. <laughs> I didn't mean that. That was meant, pointy. Oh, I meant that to be funny, not like that. It was pointy. You know how Raven and I joke. <laughs> Y'all are really good friends. Oh, yeah. You didn't say LOL JK. Oh, my God. What? Oh. She's here. The lights flickered. Okay. Oh um. So, we get a chance to talk uh, with Jujubee. Mm-hmm. Um, Some premonitions are made. I know. This is a crazy moment. Like, like RuPaul's like, well, what's next? And she's like, I want to I wanna keep doing drag. I want to play Angel. In rent. Maybe talk to my mother in 10 to 20 years. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because Valentina went on to do just that. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she I saw her trying to play Angel. It was great. Um, <laughs> Rotten. Well, no, I saw it in person. I'm allowed to critique it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't sing the part live like everybody else does, why did you get the part? I'm not moated because I wouldn't have gotten the part either. I could never... Andrew Ronell's from... Um, he was in Boys in the Band on Broadway. I saw him in that. He was sickening. Mm-hmm. I, he was on The New Normal, that Ryan Murphy show. I guest starred on that. And like, he's a great actor, really talented, originated the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. He went in... He In his book, which I just read, I forget the title of it, but he recounts being called in for Angel and being the only white person in the room. And then when he got in the room, they said, you're, you're not Asian. And they must have thought he was Asian by his headshot. And Rent is known for not having white people play the angel role. So I never went right. in for it. I had my work session for Mark, but I could never get in for Angel. So the fact that someone got the role of Angel who can't even who couldn't even sing the part, you know, and maybe she could hit the notes, but that doesn't mean she should have, because the death scene, that was not live. That was tracked for sure when I saw it. I'm not stupid and I don't have to lie and say, oh no, she did it live. She didn't. And then when the performance aired, it sucks that they didn't get to show her performance from the day because they had to show the dress rehearsal or whatever. But it's well regarded that there were um some clunkers in there. 
as Michelle would say. <laughs> a few calm girls. Yeah. Um, well, she was a great the... actress. She looked beautiful. She was charming. She made you want to like her. But when yeah. she opened your mouth, you all you could think was, you know, why didn't they get fucking, you know, Wilson Cruz or even Frankie Wilson Grande. Phillips. Anybody. Yeah. Um, but, well, if you can't hit the note, just point to it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. pre-record it. Yeah. I, either works. <laughs> either works. Um, I think that Rue does bolster all their spirits by saying, you know, the fact that this happened, that you made it to the competition, it's a big deal. And now it's up to you to make the most of this situation. You know? She's, yeah. She's tell- I, I know that Rue said once on an episode that like her great, the greatest thing in her career was, you know, giving birth to all of her spawn, you know, like how she has. Totally. And I, you know. I kind of agree, but also I don't think anybody's achieved the kind of success that she has for sure. Right. Uh, Nobody surpassed her yet. So maybe she'll change that tune when someone does, but who knows? I don't think so. Well, um, we get to see uh, a moment with Raven and we get to see a quick super cut of Raven talking, uh, talking shit about Tatiana. Face value, acrylic toenails, Blah, blah, blah. Um, And Raven says, when I was asked for my opinion, I gave it. And she's right, because you sit in those interview rooms and you're, you know, harangued with questions that you signed up to be there in that seat to answer. So if you're difficult, they're not going to want to keep you around. You got to be easy to work with. You got to give them stuff they can use. If you don't want to answer it, you got to turn around and find a way to make it funny. Yeah. You have to say something good and something bad about everything that they ask you so they can have flexibility in editing. And Raven did that. Raven has made consistently good TV every time she's on TV. Every time. Including this time. Including when she's not even on TV and she's just painting Rue. You know, that counts as good TV too. Yeah. So she's... I I love Tatiana, but Raven was just doing her job. Yeah. I agree. And sure, it's shitty that she made Nicole Page Brooks feel some sort of way about her toenails and everything. But, like, is RuPaul's drag race not RuPaul's best friend race? Right. And something that we always... uh, I mean, when we were watching this, when it first came out, something I really liked about Raven was that she talks like a drag queen. She talks like your good sis in the dressing room. And sometimes that involves reading, talking shit... Um, saying that looks fucking booger busted boots. Oh, she got on. She got on her her good blonde wig, right? You know, like saying something like that, like. And and she did it again with this explanation. She was like, "I went there. They asked me questions for my opinion, and I gave my opinion." I like that she did the very adult thing and said, "I'm sorry if your feelings were hurt by it." But I'm not sorry I said it. Exactly, I agree with it completely. Yeah. Can you give us the Nicole Page Brooks quote? In response to Raven. It's just malicious, just gay faggotry <laughs> that I did not think we would run into here. <laughs> uh, they did a bleep gay faggotry. Can you believe you could say gay faggotry? Oh All the goodness. other swear words are bleeped on Cunt was bleeped. Right. You're just allowed to say faggotry on TV, I guess. <laughs> Love it. Is that bad? I'm, no, I'm into it. Gay agenda. Cool. Um, I... I uh <laughs> What did you say? Thanks. Oh. <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> uh, oh really? When Tatiana says oh faggotry. Let's take a break. What? We have to take a break? Again? No. no. I won't do it. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner. And to her, we'd like to say thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. Do you have any favorite moments from the reunion that didn't make the air? (laughs) 
Uh, from which reunion? From uh, All-Stars? Either or. Alaska's going to ask the same question for All-Stars. I'll ask the one for season two. <laughs> sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you have any favorite Let's moments see. from season two's reunion that didn't air? Um, damn. That one is hard to remember because I was essentially... I mean, to be fair, my explosion um, when I was going off on everybody, <laughs> that lasted a lot longer than I think they showed. So blind with rage that that, that was a solid like 20 minutes of me just like going down the line and popping off on people (laughs) wait was that the i am talking you will speak when i am finished was that you yeah yeah Yeah, i love valid points though valid points highlights of that lovely day um yeah, I think that I can't I can't really remember too much else of what happened that day. I don't even remember everything that I said. Um, so I also haven't watched the. I my rule is I only watch what I'm on once and then I don't watch it ever again. Wow. So I've only seen any each episode that I've been on. I've only watched it once and then it's put away because I lived it. So I don't really need to relive the edited version of it. Um, I'm yeah. the same way about that because once I started watching it, I realized that my memories were actually different than how <laughs> people actually thought of me. And I was like, well, I want to remember how I remember it. And I had fun while I was there, you know? So yeah. I, I totally get that where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm sort of the same way. I like to keep it like at a distance, like and even Sharon's season because we were like living it together. It was like I haven't really gone back and watched it. Well, you will race chaser season four. I know when we get there, it's gonna be really like it's gonna be kind of <laughs> digging deep to get in there. Yeah, I was. Gross. And then I always see those like little Instagram snippets of scenes and shit. Oh, and they'll like, live on. Oh God, and it's awful because like I'll. I'll inadvertently watch a little scene and it's always like the worst scenes and I'm oh, yeah. pissed off about shit all over again. I'm like, right, chill. It's over with. But right. <laughs> yeah. So I've just learned to just watch it once, make sure nothing's terrible and then leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Classique. Classique Summers Madison. <laughs> we are back. We get into a little sizzle and a little crackle. I'm currently listening to the audiobook of this book um, called Ladies Who Punch. And it's about the view and all about oh, how yeah. it started. Matinopolis crying. Yeah. And, yeah. It's it's fascinating and I love it. But But he said... In the green room, they had a sign that said, make sparks. So that means you're supposed to have conversations that are going to crackle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what makes the show work. It's the fuel for the engine. And it's the same, especially with the reunion show. We're not relying on like a heavy, a heavy, like, um, the musical scoring to like give us the emotion. This is literally just people talking. And you have to make sparks. And we get some sparks on this reunion. Your outsides are gorgeous, Raven, but your <laughs> insides are dark and nasty. And I don't like you. And bitch, she has this nail on that makes her already double jointed index finger. Look, <laughs> Go backwards. Look E.T. like in proportion. And I live it. This is so good. This is why you wear a nail. Mm-hmm. Even an active school will. Because you can't gesticulate this way without having that pointer on your nail. 100. And I want that necklace, dude. I like Tatiana's necklace a lot. It makes her neck look petite. I love it. I yeah. want it. I, I'm not mad at it either. Now, and the nail is right. Do, do people ever uh, talk shit about you? What, what's the worst thing someone said about you on your season? On my season, oh, on season five, Jade Jolie, and we laugh about this all the time now. Hey, Jade, I love you. Um, she said, and not even to me, she was, she was talking, um, with some of the other girls, and she was like, "It's like Alaska's just like a bad Sharon." <gasps> and they showed it on the TV, and I was like, I mean, I'm very like, I think that stuff is funny, and like, I can completely see how someone would think that. And so I thought it was funny at the time, but yeah, I mean, that was some eviscerating 
shit talking going on. Wow. Yeah. But I sort of have made a career of taking the worst things that people say about me and then stealing them and mm-hmm. like making a song about it or putting it on my shirt or something. Totally. Yeah. Um, I've never experienced uh, criticism. <laughs> Okay. So we'll take a break. You um, are a fucking trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the worst thing ever said to me on Drag Race, but I do remember the smallest I was made to feel intentionally by someone. When Milan was on the floor? No, that that was different. That was a misunderstanding because I was bitching about people, you know, taking off their shoes and like if we were all up there if you can't hang you know agree you should be read for it full agreement um and when i when i was talking about levels like that i didn't mean like i'm on a different echelon i meant like literally the basic technical level of can you keep your drag on and hang while you're being spoken to okay so um are you comfortable on the floor so yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so not even I'm playing with levels I'm going down on the floor that's a different level yeah that <laughs> but what were you gonna say is the is the shit talk part before I brought up the laying you on the floor thing feel small oh uh, yeah the, there was a, a Fifi moment where um, I, I probably told this before but I repeat myself a lot it was we were in a van on the, after the motel challenge and blah 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 she's like top six in here i was like there's seven people in here and then she repeated top six in here i was like <laughs> and then i just laid down in the back seat it was Aww, fine. i was like wow mean. yeah whatever it's fine backtrack betty no one gives a fuck i'm glad that since then you know you've gotten to feel sisterly with your drag sisters oh yeah because that's really that's important i don't think there's one girl that if i saw from my season now I wouldn't go up and immediately hug because like, yeah. you know, we, we all had fun while we were there. I thought, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, and I'm not a hugger. No. So I don't, so hugging them would be pretty big. I don't know if all of them would hug me back. Um, and I think that's probably true for this reunion. Yeah, do you, I bet these do you girls think Tyra are got a lot of hugs. Well, I bet they're all fine now. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... They seemed okay at this point. Yeah. This was before um, Tyra had a copy of the Anarchist cookbook. (laughs) (laughs) Get a copy of my new book, The Anarchist Cookbook. (laughs) Drag. So you want to blow up drag con. (laughs) (laughs) The Idiot's Guide to Blowing Up Drag Con. (laughs) Wow. With each um, copy is included my new single. Boom. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, Tyra's been real quiet in this reunion. Um, and, uh, you know. But she gets her moment. RuPaul says, well, some th- some people think that you winning is controversial. Which I said that question to Violet Chachki after she won when we did that. Do you remember when we did a podcast, the AAA Girls? We, like, guest host- hosted a AAA, a AAA Girls podcast. Violet called you out. Violet went and in on my pussy on she, live podcast she radio. She was so ready to... She was storing this because when she was told, "Oh, we have an interview with Alaskan Willem," we we did and not. Courtney. We Courtney was um, on remote location. Oh, she wasn't there. I don't think so. Okay. It was just me and you. Because I remember watching your face, being so surprised. Because when um, when the stuff that she said about the was it about the crown or what was it about? Oof. She said something that made you go, "What?" Oh, I know. I was just asking the question. Yeah. And she let have. She went in. She hey, Violet, we love you. Have you squashed it? No, we're friends now. Like, we're chill. But, like, no, I can understand being pissed, though, because she had just won. And someone was like, so do you really think is basically asking, like, so do you really think you should you should win? Well, like, you defending s- it. And there was that other thing. She where, shouldn't have to defend it. Where um, you said people that steal crowns don't deserve one. And that was what she was taking issue with because... I said that? Oh, yes. she brought that up from a tweet. Uh-huh. She brought up a years-old tweet. Girl, I can go in the annals of my brain and find oh, it. Oh, 
God. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, I and guess when I tweeted that, I was feeling some kind of way because my because boyfriend your boyfriend's at the crown time, was stolen. Yeah, and, by and she that was, individual. And she was. She didn't steal it, but she found it and took a picture. And it's How so, convenient. Why well, can't be mad at her for this? Well, and now I love that. I put that picture on a T-shirt. <laughs> I did. Wow. Um, well, you know, I, I do like that um, we get to go over all the various accolades the girls have called Tyra. Lazy bitch. Immature. RuPaul lists this off. People have called you lazy bitch. Immature. Mannerless. And then at least she has a sense of humor because Tyra's like, Satan's baby. <laughs> Satan's baby. Um, I think it's cool that Tyra owns the behavior because she watched it back and she saw that she was obviously cra- crazy. You know, and I understand that yeah. the 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 um the gasoline behind that um her performance basically on season two was she needed to win. She needed that money. She had no other winning was the only option. And she was sleeping she, on the floor. Uh, I mean, she had a son to, to, to support. Yeah, she was sleeping on her drag mom's floor. All that. Um. And she said, you know what? A lot of the girls hung out and they were friends and like chilled out after a shooting day. Like they'd go back to the hotel and and hang out. And she didn't have time. She had to pray. She said, I wouldn't do that. I wanted to stay focused on this. I wanted to get rest and pray to the fucking Lord and think of ideas to turn my shit to the next level. So Jesus told her to do that triple reveal. She did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Put on that haircutting smock. Why not? I mean, I think that... um, (sighs) The the what she says is I can only ask for people to pray for me, pray for my son. When someone said, "What would you?" When when you know, the fans have written what would it. You, right. What would girl, you say to those people who pray criticize for me you? and pray for my son? Um, I I I have no room to talk because everybody changes, and once you see yourself on TV, you're like. That it's a eye-opening thing. I mean, Fifi had that revelation as well in I your did. season. The first time I saw myself really big, I changed too. My teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Because I was like, oh, that tooth's crooked. I just thought it stuck out a little bit. Like you know, the kind of tooth where you feel it with your tongue a little bit. You're like, no one can see that. Yeah. They can see it. My tooth was crooked. Oh. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Tyra got new teeth too. Yes, she did. <laughs> the 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 barbecue is back on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Merle and Santino are back. Um, Santino is lashed, or she's been using Latisse. There's there's something going on where he looks kind of like um, Joan Van Ark <laughs> when she went to that one Nip Tuck premiere. Not Joan remember? Van Ark. Do you remember uh, Joan Van Arking about? It's very specific. Google Joan Van Ark and Nip Tuck, and you'll see the picture. It's like. Um, Who's that blonde bitch from the Trump administration? She's real stringy hair. Kellyanne Conway. It's like Kellyanne Conway's grandma. Okay. We'll put it on the Race Chaser podcast. Race Chaser pod Instagram. So you I mean. think Santino looks like that? Okay. I mean, I no, guess. No, that's, that's her good. There's another one. <laughs> that's her good. Um, right there. She better work. Scroll up. Scroll up. It's, it's It was the premiere that she went to looking all cray cray. Oh my god! Yeah, maybe a little bit. Now we've gone down a K hole of looking at Joan Van Ark pictures. We have K. No, sorry. (laughs) No, that'll be on the OnlyFans. I've never done K. Oh, I have. I've heard it's special. (laughs) Yeah, that James St. James explained K to me one time, and he's in the wig documentary too. Yeah. Um, you guys, hey, uh, mark your calendars. June 18th on HBO, Wig will be premiering. It's all about wig stock and features fabulous um, archival footage from um, the 80s and 90s and Lady Bunny's behind it and David Burka, a race chaser guest, and Neil Patrick Harris. Um, it's a fabulous documentary and Alaska's in it. I'm in it. All kinds of performers are in it. Latrice yeah. is in it. Charlene Incarnate. Mm-hmm. Um so many amazing girls. Dina Martina, Varla, yeah. Peaches, um, Lipsinka, Kevin Aviance, Kevin Aviance, Candice, Lena. Like it was star studded. Seriously, mark your calendars. You're going to want to see it. And if you don't have HBO, you can get HBO on Hulu. So just get Hulu instead. Oh, really? Yeah, bitch. That's nice. how I get it. Yeah, Anthony told me. Well, really, I saw it when it was on my bank statement. But um, it was, I was really. Like, we, we pay for Hulu. 
<laughs> it was really um it was like watching like my drag life flash before my eyes because it's like it encompasses so much time and history of drag as we know it. 1984 oh, yeah. until 2019. That's yeah. like f- 35 years. Yeah. There's a lot of archival footage like that was found of like RuPaul and Fenton, who's the head of World of Wonder now, just sort of like hanging out in rooms, yeah. like being party kids. Literally and, asking, you know, do you think drag will be the next big flavor? Like Fenton's asking it. <laughs> it's full of really crazy moments. And then you see like Charlene Incarnate and like the things that these kids in, in uh, Bushwick are doing mm-hmm. and like. I, I, I mean, it's, it's really, um, it's really a fascinating movie. I cried. I laughed. You're amazing in it. Thanks. You too. You tell this story about how someone comes in the back door here at the studio, which is really like one of the standout moments. They told me it's the longest single shot in the movie where She's it's got with, a single shot with no cut. No it's like cuts. a minute 30. Um, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. The payoff is there at the end. Multiple times. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's a tour de force from everybody, and you should see it, especially if you love drag. Um, it's a tour de France. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Merle and Santino, everyone gets to have a primal scream and scream at them and let out their anger. Pandora was really fucked up by the shit that Santino said. And instead of taking this moment to be like, you know what? I'm sorry I was harsh. And like, let's put it behind us. Santino was like, no. Do you think that you're really that stylish? Like, what the fuck? Just chill out, bro. I mean, the competition's over, but he obviously did not want to look like he was, he did something wrong. He was hired to be a judge. And he judged. And he but was correct. Like, don't double down now. Why not? Just, like, this is a moment to, like, soften. I don't think it's so. It's all behind you. We are out of the Thunderdome. She should have left some of those outfits behind her. Oh, well. I, I don't think Santino did anything wrong. Sure, it wasn't likable or nice, but it's his job. He was hired to judge. Now, should the judging have been better? Should he have said, I don't like your style? No, that's not constructive. He should have said, your outfit is booger boots. Here's what I would do instead for your body shape and your face. Sure. Uh, You know, like there's certain ways to do it. Was he the best judge? I think that's pretty indicative by the fact that he's not there anymore. So they probably weren't super duper, you know, they found they found people who can um, get further with sugar than spice. Ross is the perfect example. Yeah. He He will tell you exactly how... You won't even know that you did something wrong until like you're like, oh wow, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you know, right? Because he's funny about it. Yeah, he frames he... it in a funny way, and he has that very sweet voice. Yeah, so he he's... could be telling you, you're completely booger boots. Yeah, <laughs> Santino just sounds like the Grim Reaper sometimes. You know, <laughs> you know, they were both doing jobs. I'm not mad. Um... Well, this I this is a moment that I loved. RuPaul sort of closes it out by saying. Listen, Google these girls, add them on Facebook, tweet at them, do whatever you have to do to see them in person. Back page. I love that. And it's sort of like is like opening this door. I mean, the way that Drag Race and the Rue Girls have exploded. I don't especially Soju. (laughs) I don't think I'm talking about her sis, not her career. I don't think they could have (laughs) just kidding. Soju. They couldn't have predicted how worldwide and how huge it would be. No. And so this is like very like um, this is like a premonition of like all these things that went on to happen. 100 percent. I'm glad to be a part of that world, girl. I'm grateful. Every um, day. I I love reunions. Um, yeah. Yeah. I watched the Real Housewives one on the plane. They put them in. They break it up into two parts. That's how good they are. And you know what they started adding to them is the segment where the cameras follow them backstage, like on lunch break, like mm-hmm. they're on lunch. So it's like the girls who are actually friends are like, oh, my God, can you believe this shit? Can you, this is It's great. Like, it's fantastic. Are there any um, queens from your past that you haven't like spoken to that you'd want to like reconnect with or any that you're afraid to reconnect with? Um, 
or that you ever thought that you would, or would you think you were ready for to be a, to be a father? But or, or would you want to be ready to be a father? Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Dean. <laughs> Thank you, Chanel. Uh, Princess Deandra. No, th- honestly, there's not there's not anyone who's a drag queen out there that I wouldn't like have a drink with. And give them a hug and say, hey, what's up? I, I really don't. I can't. I'm racking my brain right now. I don't. Um, LaShawn Beyond said he would, she would um, uh, beat me up in a dark alley at one point, I think. Or <laughs> something about hitting me in an alley. Why? And I was like, well, when? at least she knows where to find me. <laughs> well, did she um, say that? During my season, there was an interview. And I haven't spoken to her since, well, but... a um, lot has happened since. Um, a lot has, she's in a different place. A lot has place. happened with LaShawn, yeah. Um, We're but, all in a different place. I don't think there's anybody that I um, would be afraid to reconnect with. The, even the last time I worked with Raven, no, actually two times ago when I worked with her, mm-hmm. what she told me at the end of the night was, you know, I didn't have as bad as a time as I thought, <laughs> which was a compliment from Raven. <laughs> I'm I'm not mad at all. Um and we're glad that you're not mad either. Yeah. And thank you for uh, joining us on this episode. And thank you for going back and watching the classic episodes with us. Yeah. It will enrich your experience. Mm-hmm. And it's the off season. I mean, you need to, you need your drag race fix one way or the other. <laughs> oh, God. There's not two hours of drag race on every week. Can I Postmates Absolute oh Mandarin? <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining Race Chaser. Classy. We'll be back in our next episode to continue our journey down the drag race memory lane. Mm-hmm. There's a toll. Mm-hmm. I'm Willem. I'm Alaska. You can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out. Follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 mm-hmm. and our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Mm-hmm. And when you post and tweet about us, use the hashtag Race Chaser. Also, check us out on OnlyFans.com. Oh, that might churning. be too scintillating for We're some. Turning out content. Yeah, don't tell your parents. Just steal their credit card. Shh. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>